0: So, welcome everyone. Just want to check, can you hear me okay? Yeah. Maybe we could turn the urn off for a moment. Thank you. So, I am really happy to be back in Newcastle for the first time in almost five years. You know, prior to COVID, I used to come here at least a couple of times a year, every year. And so, it's been a while. And it's great to see so many familiar faces, as well as a few I don't know yet. And I'm looking forward to getting to know all of you a little more over this weekend of silence and relational meditation. So there are just a few formalities that I'd like to begin with. Actually, the first thing I should probably say is I have a, a strange cough that I've had for about six weeks now. It's definitely not COVID because I test every couple of days. It seems to be related to something to do with my heart. So it just comes and goes. And so if you hear me coughing a little, don't be alarmed. It's not contagious. So that's the first thing to say. And then the second is just to really thank the group of organizers who made this possible. So Kathy, our registrar, and then a team of Donna and Ross and... Phil and Michael and Melinda who helped transform this place from a somewhat institutional (laughs) meeting space to something with a bit of uh, pleasant ambience for our weekend here. I also want to thank all of you for showing up. I know it's not easy in the midst of your busy lives to clear out a weekend. So thank you for making the effort to be here. Because it actually is quite a rare and precious opportunity to be able to deepen our meditation practice together. So speaking of being here, speaking of place, even though we've gathered here from different locations, I like to take time just to let ourselves more fully arrive and to establish a little bit of connection to place to the physical environment we're in now. So we can start to make a kind of a home base, get a felt sense of where we are now. And then we can settle into that more fully over the course of the day. So just to acknowledge for myself, I'm joining you from the city of Tamaki Makoro, also known as Auckland in Aotearoa, New Zealand, and similar to here, perhaps we like to just acknowledge the peoples who care for and steward that land. So in Auckland, it's the Natifatu or Orake and the Maki people who have many generations of connection to the lands and the seas of that area in Auckland and still do in spite of the legacy of history of colonization. Now here, I'm a visitor but i also want to offer my respect to the traditional custodians of the land here which i understand to be the um, the awabakal and how do you say it? warami or waramai people waramai, 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 waramai people waramai. awabakal and waramai people thank you and i just i understand that their heritage their cultural ties to this area go back tens of thousands of years in spite of Dispossession, again, difficult histories. So just to acknowledge place, connection to place, can be uneasy. But I feel like it's useful, like the Buddha did, to touch the ground. The Buddha, when he was challenged in various ways, he touched the earth. And you sometimes see that in statues of him. He's sitting with one hand in connection with the earth. Connecting to place, asking the earth to bear witness, and I think also connecting to the steadiness of the earth beneath us. So, in a similar way, as we get started, just for each of you to take a moment to acknowledge the place that you come from. So, you might take a moment just to let your awareness become internal. And think of whatever place you feel is currently home for you. To bring to mind the environment that's shaped and formed and supported you. Wherever you're joining this workshop from today. Just symbolically touching the earth the way the Buddha did. Touching into your own connection to that place and acknowledging the people or the peoples who also cared for that environment. And then also bringing in the social connections that we're all a part of. Our immediate families, our extended families, our ancestors, the generations of beings that have gone before us and have shaped who we are now. For some of you, perhaps there's also a connection to your sangha or meditation community, people that you practice with. Just a moment to acknowledge and appreciate them. And then for all of us here, there's some connection to these precious meditation teachings that we'll be exploring soon. And those teachings have come to us through a whole range of different teachers. Generation after generation, ever since the time of the Buddha, people have benefited from these teachings. And then have shared those benefits with others who in turn have shared the teachings with others again. And so they've spread originally from India through many countries in Asia, then to the West, and all the way here to Newcastle, Australia today. Just a moment to acknowledge, to appreciate whatever feels relevant, whatever feels relevant to you. Just a moment of appreciation or gratitude. We have this opportunity to be here together to strengthen our capacity to live with more ease and happiness and freedom. So I thought to take some time just to introduce ourselves uh, a little more. As you heard, starting with me, I'm based in Aotearoa, New Zealand. I'm a New Zealand citizen, but I lived in Australia for many years and still feel a sense of connection here too. As many of you know, I used to manage a meditation center in the Blue Mountains, and that's where I first met Donna and a few others of you here too. And then I spent seven years on staff at a big meditation center in Barrie, Massachusetts, the Insight Meditation Society. Some of you may know that one. It was set up by Joseph Goldstein, Jack Kornfield, Sharon Salzberg, and others. And while I was there, I was invited into a four-year teacher training program. And I had uh, Joseph Goldstein and Gil Fronsdal as my main teachers. And since that finished in 2016, I've been traveling, teaching pretty continuously various places around the world, mostly Australia, New Zealand, the US, sometimes UK and Europe too. So it's just a little bit about me. And I thought it would be nice to hear from each of you too, just to get a sense of our community here. So this is optional, but if you're willing, it'd be lovely to hear your name where you're joining us from. And then one thing you'd like to receive from this day of practice and one thing you'd like to bring to it. So it might be you'd like to receive, for example, a bit more peace and quiet or a bit more self-understanding or a bit more capacity to be kind. Just a few possible examples. Then in terms of what you'd like to bring to it, Perhaps might be a willingness to learn, or courage, or self-compassion for your anxiety, or open-heartedness. Again, just a few examples. The invitation is for you to name what feels true for you. And if you prefer not to, you can just say pause. But if you're willing, it would be nice to at least hear your name. Traditionally, we go around in a circle, and traditionally, it's done clockwise. So if you don't mind being on the spot, thank you, Lisa. So I'm just really appreciating all of these uh, skillful heart qualities that you all are intending to bring. Those are powerful resources that you're offering to yourself, to the group. So just in relation to some of the things some of you named, things like anxiety or uncertainty about religion and so forth, I just really encourage you to trust your own sense. I'm offering a range of different things, but if anything doesn't feel nourishing or suitable for you, please trust your inner sense of what would be most supportive for you and everything is... Optional. So just a couple of practicalities about the plan for today. We will have what I call morning tea meditation and afternoon tea meditation and lunch at about 12.30 for 45 minutes. We'll end at 4.30. Hopefully you've seen the toilets just around the corner there. So I think that's it in terms of practicalities. We'll keep the front door closed just uh, for security. Any other practicalities? All pretty straightforward. Great. So before we dive into some actual meditation, just a little bit about the aim, the aspiration for the weekend. You may or may not be aware that I said the the purpose of it was to deepen our practice of insight meditation, which, quote, harnesses the power of mindfulness to develop understanding in all aspects of our lives, which in turn leads to greater ease, happiness, peace of mind. So over the course of the weekend, I'll be offering a range of different meditation methods. Today, more focused on the silent practice. Tomorrow, bringing in the relational interactive practices all of these different methods to support that self-understanding and the consequent deeper ease and calm and happiness. Now, all of you here have already quite some degree of experience, so you know, unfortunately, this is not an instant process. Unfortunately, at least for me, I can't just tell myself, okay, sit down, be quiet, get calm, experience profound peace. Mm -hmm. I hope I'm not alone in that. (laughs) Actually, I would like to be alone in that, but I don't think that's the reality, is it? It doesn't, we can't just click our fingers and get there. As you know, it is a gradual process, a gradual settling, stilling, quieting to find that ease. And a big part of that process is seeing what gets in the way of happiness, of peace. And there's one thing we can all do to powerfully support our effort this weekend, and that's to make a commitment to maintaining silence. I know in groups where you know each other, you're here with friends and so on, it can be a little more challenging, but as best you can, put aside the Urge to chat with each other during the sessions and if you can really encourage putting aside your digital devices it's such a powerful thing to give yourself a day or at least a few hours of a digital detox because as you know it changes the quality of your awareness when you're just sending a little text here and checking a little social media there and if you possibly can Encouragement is to power off your device and just as fully as you can be here. The second support I like to help establish is to try to frame this whole weekend as an opportunity to practice exploring and enjoying. Exploring and enjoying. And I like to frame all of my teachings, whether it's workshops or retreats, with that framework because so often we bring expectations, agendas, assumptions about how it's going to be and what we're supposed to achieve. And those agendas might be just below the surface of our awareness but very often they bring with them ideas of right and wrong and good and bad and success and failure and from there not being good enough. On and on and on. So to try to counteract all that, I invite this mantra of exploring and enjoying. So see if you can just relax. Try out what's being offered. Don't worry about results. Because paradoxically, the more you can relax into balanced effort the more likely you will be to experience some of that deeper ease, steadiness, peace.